0: Well, good morning, everybody. Um, uh, My name is Savannah, and like Patrick said earlier, I um, had the privilege this summer to be the coordinator for our internship program. We had eight interns this summer work with us from June 1st through July 31st, and they've spent the last two months doing a lot of things, That it would take forever for me to list out everything they did. But you've seen them involved on Sunday mornings um, as well as – helping throughout the week, do various things, helping some of you guys in the church. Um, And one of the biggest things that they've done is work with mission teams and take lead with them. And so um, for those of you guys who have been here on a mission trip, you've seen our interns lead that out through prayer walks and helping in the parks and picking up trash. And what that's done is it's shown, it's given them leadership to be able to show the mission team some of what um, we do here in New York City. But the purpose of our internship program is to bring up college-age students and show them uh, what it looks like to do ministry and church planning in a context like New York City and. We could sit down and Patrick could lecture them in a classroom for weeks, but you don't really learn anything until you're out and you're doing it. And so we divided up our eight interns into two groups, and they worked with Michael Hill, who's planting a new church in Queensborough Plaza, and Steve Chambers, who's planting a new church in the Upper West Side. And so uh, they were able to do day-to-day work living in those areas um, to be able to really see what it looks like and to feel for themselves what it is, some of the challenges, some of the excitements of doing church plants and so instead of me just sharing what the Lord did through them and taught them I want to call them up to share with you guys and so uh, Michael if you could come up first with the Queensboro Plaza interns and you guys share what the Lord's done there.
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you to Savannah. Um, she has probably carried one of the largest loads of anybody at New City this summer, as she has worked with all of our mission teams and our interns. And so, again, if you guys will just give her a round of applause. Uh, my family and I have been here now for a year and a half. We've lived just a couple blocks off of Queensboro Plaza subway station, and it is an incredible neighborhood. Some of you travel through there every day, some of you live near that area. Uh, but it is a, a great place to live, and it's also a place that is in great need of the gospel. Uh, for those of you that have lived here four or five years or longer, you've seen the transformation that happened at Queensborough Plaza and how it is a large uh, cause for Long Island City becoming the fastest growing neighborhood in the nation. Uh, it's also the most socioeconomically diverse neighborhood in New York City at this time. Uh, Within three blocks, you have people making six and seven figures to blue-collar to the nation's largest housing project. And so as we've been working in that neighborhood, we've been trying to figure out different ways to bridge the gap as we've been seeking the Lord's guidance in that area. And one of the things that mission teams and interns do is they expand our footprint in the neighborhood. They allow us to, to impact and reach more people with the gospel. And so it has been awesome having these interns here This summer, One of the things that they've done alongside the mission teams is they've helped us press into Queensbridge housing projects. That wasn't something we were looking for or expecting, uh, but they have been a large part of us getting into this housing project, building relationships, and able to share the gospel with a lot of people. Uh, One of the verses that we've pulled um, away from the work that we've been doing there this summer is from Psalm 41, verse 1. It says, Blessed is the one who considers the poor. Uh, In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. And that's one of the things we've been looking at is just the need that is in Queensbridge housing projects. And so what we're going to do this morning is I've got a couple questions for these interns before the Upper West Side interns come up here and just let them share uh, some of what God's been doing over the course of this summer. So if a couple of you will, um, let's start out. What are some things that you have seen God doing this summer, either in your own life or in the areas that you've been working, what are, what are some ways that God has made himself evident? Okay, so
2: my name's Jordan, um, and one thing that I've seen, just one way that God has uh, very clearly worked is uh, there was a day, I think back in June, and it was a Saturday, and we had planned, all of us interns had planned to go hiking that day. We were going to hike across the George Washington Bridge and go over to New Jersey on some trails and look back and see the city. Um, but as that day got closer, uh, the the weather the, it had been predicted to rain, like a high chance of rain, and so we canceled our plans that day. Um, and instead, we went out into Queensboro Plaza, into our neighborhood, and uh, just were, we were there trying to hang out and spend some time there. Uh, and me and Hannah were uh, were in one place, and Ben he went into Queensbridge, into the park, and he saw that there was a festival going on there, and a Nepali uh, Religious Festival was happening that day. And so he told me and Hannah about it, and we went over there. And so all three of us spent a lot of time there that day. Um, and we were just trying to meet people, talk to people, and we had some good conversations. Um, and then we we had been there for a while, and we were uh kind of getting ready to leave and so all three of us had gathered up and we were standing there and we we were waiting and hoping to see them do like one of their cultural dances that they were going to do um a lot of people like all dressed up and stuff it was, it was kind of cool and but but it, we had just sat there just waiting and waiting and finally we had decided pretty much we were about to leave uh and right as we were about to leave uh, a Nepali guy he comes up to us he 's about thirty years old. he comes up to us and starts a conversation with us and That conversation continued on, and we kept talking for for a while after that um, and then uh, and so, as a result of that, we stayed longer that day and We got some food and we sat down on a picnic table and Then uh, a Nepali girl was there, and she sat down on that table too just by herself and Hannah and Savannah were able to talk to her uh, and get to know her and they found out and, and, and really started to build a relationship with her and so later uh, that next week they all three of them went and and hung out and um, they were able to invite this girl to come do uh, henna tattoos with with them and I think Shannon and some people um, and and the way they did the the tattoos was a way to share the gospel it's a they they could tell you more about it than me, but uh, just the way that's designed on their hand. And so they brought that girl uh, there to do the tattoo, and and they were able to share the gospel with her. Um, and and I think they've they've uh, met with her since then and talked to her. Um, but I think just that whole story, so many of those details from the rain being held off, and you know if if it hadn't rained, if, then we would have been hiking that whole day and not been there. Um, but it you know if it then ended up raining the the festival probably would have been rained out we wouldn't have been able to be there but but god held off the rain and uh and then eventually brought that guy to talk to us kept us there longer we were able to meet this girl and eventually ended up sharing the gospel with her so
1: that's awesome jordan does anybody else have a story
3: hey everybody um can you hear me okay hey i'm robert um i'm one of oh hey now you can hear me Okay, hey guys, I'm Robert. I'm one of the Queensborough Plaza interns as well. Uh, And one way that I've seen God work this summer is specifically in Queensbridge, the housing project, which is the largest in the United States that um, is in our target area. And um, Michael and Savannah, especially them, but all of us have been able to make connections in that area, especially with um, leaders and things. And even yesterday, um, they had their annual Uh, family fun day in the neighborhood and we were able to serve there and i can just really tell that the people there are noticing that this group of people specifically with michael's church plant want to serve them and they're there to love on them and they don't you know that michael and their core team and all of the volunteers that they bring up including some of you guys um are just there to serve and to love on them and we don't want anything in return but to just show them the love of christ so we can definitely tell that work is being done there and that um the right message is
1: being put forward, and there's a positive response to that, so definitely. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for that. Obviously, we've seen God do some amazing things this summer, and he's made himself evident. Uh, but as we serve, we also get stretched. So what are some ways that, that God has stretched you guys over the course of this summer?
4: Um, for me, two two main ways. The Lord, when I was thinking about this question, he kind of showed me ways First of all, um, just teaching me a lot about just surrendering complete control to Him each day. Um, when we first started in the neighborhoods, like we were, we didn't have a ton of set things we had to do, so we were. It was up to us to make our own choices of where we were going to spend our time, who we're we going to talk to, and um, and at first, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make things happen for something um, to transpire because we all talked about we wanted to have stories when we went home, and our focus was kind of on that and. Um, and so it was kind of hard at first, but I remember one day so clearly, like, I woke up in the morning and um, went to the park, uh, Murray Park that's in Queensboro Plaza, and I, um, I sat down on the bench, and the Lord just um, just kind of broke me of that self-reliance and that self-driven um, attitude, and I was just like, Lord, I really um, I really want to do your work here. Like, I really want to be a part of that, and um, and just experience you in that and not miss the whole point of this. And um, and then not, uh, so I just kind of, he just had me in a place of surrendering to him, Lord, please have your way, whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like, whatever that may be. And um, and not. maybe 10 minutes later, um, a lady, Miss Rosalina, she came and sat down next to me. I was reading a book, and she said, are you a Christian? And we sat there and um, ended up talking for over an hour, um, and I got to see her several more times. Also that day, I met uh, Mrs. Dwyer, who I was able to really build a relationship with, and um, and attend her church and experience a new culture through that. And um, and that was after I surrendered, after I had had quit trying in me, um, just realizing that um, apart from Him, I can do nothing. That's that's true, and um, and it's a humbling experience, but it's definitely something I needed to learn. And I'm and even in the last two days, everything that I've planned. Has not happened. Like, literally, everything I set my mind to do, it completely changed. And I I was telling my parents and my roommates last night, like, I've just experienced such a deeper peace and joy in the chaos than I have when everything was going fine because I knew the Lord was in it. He was constantly reminding me, like, this is what you've asked me. You've asked to experience me, and this is where you find me, is in these times where. I'm just working, and you're not in control, and I wasn't, and it was completely out of my hands. So, um, I've experienced that in so many ways um, this summer, and the Lord just brought um, a verse to mind. It's like really common, but Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine through ten. But He said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for My power is made perfect in weakness." Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I have experienced that so much this summer, um, being here and being confronted with so much weakness in my life and being able to see um, to see the Lord, His strength and that and His power um, through that. So that's been awesome. And, and also just in like having a servant's heart and being able to humble myself because I've been stretched in leadership with working with mission teams. And um, and I kind of wanted to go in and be the cool intern, but the Lord quickly humbled me in that and just showed me, like, Hannah, they need to see me, not you, you know, like it's all about my glory, and so just being humbled in that, and taking on the form of, the ser- of a servant like Jesus did, and um, and being able to see these mission teams also humble themselves, and take on the form of a servant, and um, deny themselves when they wouldn't want to be in the heat picking up trash, but yet they, they took time out, and um, knew that God's glory was worth it, whatever we may have to go through, whatever that may look like, um, and His love needs to be shared, and um, and they did, and that's what these groups come here and they do is they, they lay down their time and lay down um, who what they might feel privileged in and, and work for those who, who need it. So um, I've been really blessed by that and challenged by that this summer.
1: Thank you, Hannah. And Ben, would you, you have anything you'd add to that? Um, one way God has stretched me this summer is
5: just in having gospel conversations with those around me. So we spent a lot of time in Queensborough Plaza, and just we were there to talk to people. Um, and try to get to know them and share Christ with them. And that was really hard for me. Um, but I think God just used that. And instead of like the temptation is to just find someone and give a quick presentation and then just leave them forever. And, uh, I think (laughs) so. And I think I've been able to learn from people here like Michael, Patrick, Chase, um, to just stay with them and weave the gospel into conversation and just really care about people. Cause it's not about like how many gospel presentations you've given, but it's really about caring about people and sharing Christ with them. So I think I've learned a lot
1: in that. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Would you give the uh, interns for Queensboro applause another hand? Um, Steve's going to come up now and share some of what's been going on at the Upper West side. Awesome. Hey, you guys, come on up. We've got uh, three interns here, spent the summer
6: with us. We have one more who uh, had to leave, uh, was it Friday? Yeah. Friday morning, Jeremy uh, had a wedding to be in, so he he uh, had to go back. But they've all been awesome uh, this summer. Um, my name is Steve Chambers, and we're planning on the Upper West Side. And I absolutely love that neighborhood over there. And when I, a little selfishly, when I hear, when I heard the interns were coming, and then I heard, what? Their names, which ones on my way home, I was just thinking, I can't wait till they get to experience the neighborhood. They're going to love it. You know, I was like, you guys are, when they first got here, I was like, you guys are so lucky. They're like, what? You'll find out. The neighborhood is awesome. And uh, we live up there on 86th Street. And, um, you know, it's a different kind of a neighborhood. Um, um, Just kind of living alongside folks uh, that live there. A lot of families there. Um, and folks are very nice and very willing to uh, talk to you, but there's a little cynicism when it comes to being pitched anything. And that's a word that I kind of hammered in their heads, uh, all summers. Don't, don't give a pitch to anybody, get to know people, but don't get to know them so that we can plant a church, get to know them, to love them and care for them and care about them. Um, because that's really uh, what's going to make the difference. Um, and on on the Upper West Side, a lot of the folks there, you know, the, it's it's diverse in a lot of ways. We've got I've got a guy who lives uh, right on the block behind me. He Pays sixty three dollars a month for rent. And then I think uh, Robert De Niro lives two blocks that way. And so uh, and there's uh, there's a big housing project, several of them there. And then there's some very wealthy people there as well. But um, so it's it's diverse in a lot of ways. Um, but everybody has the same need. Um, but you can't you can't set up a little booth on the corner and give out waters and people take them. They're you know I got plenty of water. I don't I don't need water. What is that? There's a there's a Starbucks guy who was standing out in front of Starbucks with free gift cards, free three dollar gift cards, and he was nobody would take them. <laughs> they're they're walking by like who hey, what what is that what What are you trying to do? What are you you know? Um, so it's a, it's a tricky place to minister, to engage in people's lives. Really what you have to do is meet them where they are, get in their lives, um, hang out with them, hear their stories, communicate with them. And, um, you know, these guys have been fantastic because I know sometimes you go on a mission trip and we go into mission trip mode. Now you put on your mission trip cap and you're like, all right, we're going to go there and we're going to give out these things and we're going to do this this day. And kind of what I asked them to do was like, um, you know, What we do, and that's just kind of get in people's lives, and they're they're awesome. I mean, um, from uh, from taking our dogs on walks to laundry, Matthew can iron, so that was awesome. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't do that stuff. Um, What I asked them to do is just plug into the neighborhood. And Matthew, particularly, shared with me first got here. He goes, "I need a list like of things to do and what time to do them." And I was like. Okay, well, maybe, you, maybe you're in the wrong place. <laughs> number one, I'm not like that. And number two, this neighborhood, what I want you to do is just go meet people and love on people and see, see what God does. Trust, trust that God is going ahead of us and moving in people's lives. And a lot of what we do over in our neighborhood is redefine what a Christian is for people because a lot of what people are cynical about and they know about Christianity, they've just seen on TV. Like one guy told me, he's like, oh, man, I have a problem with the church because of politics and abuse and all these things. And I was like, I mean, there's really nothing I could say except, yeah, but it's not as much that. It's uh, something else. And and so I want to build a relationship with him, and I have, and he's seen Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's not about all those things. So anyway, sorry. I can talk about this all day. (laughs) But um, these guys were fantastic, and I appreciate them coming up. So. Uh, Let me ask you guys, and just all of you answer. It's kind of a two-part question. Um, I changed it. The one I gave you is not the one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just act surprised like (laughs) you're thinking. Um, What has God shown you this uh, summer, and what can you take home? Because, um, like I said, we put on our mission caps, mission trip cap, but really what we're asking them to do and all the mission teams that come is what you, you should be doing at home. Like there's there's no mission. Your mission's cap is always on loving people, showing Christ. So um, hopefully you learn that. Uh, what did you learn this summer and, and what can you take home?
7: Yeah. So I'm Catherine. Um, I just wanted to share a verse that's been huge for me this summer. Um, it's John fifteen four through five. It says, Jesus said, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. So that's basically been like the biggest thing that I've learned this summer is just like how desperate I am for the Lord to work and use me, and um, how much I want to see many come to know the Lord. And so he's really broken my heart for the lost, but he's also just given me um, an even more desperate need that he works. And also, too, it's just been like huge um, remembering that he goes before me and he only calls me to be obedient. And so um, if I'm obedient, he um, is willing to work through that. And so that's just been um, a small way that I've learned this summer. But I'm excited to take it home and um, use it when talking to my family and talking to friends. And so um, I'm excited to see what that's going to look
8: like. Hi, I'm Tara, and uh, I think this summer what I've learned the most is just like having confidence in the Lord's plan because He has had all my days planned even before I was born. And so just knowing that and being content in what I'm doing. Like there were so many days I was just sitting at Barnes & Noble, and I'd be like, what am I doing here? And then a woman would sit down, and I, I could hear the Lord say, talk to her, Tara, and I did. And then we ended up having a two-hour conversation in uh, Barnes and Noble, and so it's just like knowing, like whatever does happen, it was always going to happen. And I saw then many other ways I've gotten sick so many times this summer, <laughs> and so that was one of the first things Hannah really taught me this summer is like, the Lord knew this was going to happen. This day specifically was going to happen. And so just being content in that and then just knowing that I can rely on the Lord for anything and just going to him before relying on myself is one of the biggest things. And I think just taking that home and being intentional with the relationships that I do have and building them and just showing others the love of Christ that I have.
6: Tara, all that sickness was Brooklyn. I wasn't the Upper West Side. You got that because they were staying in Brooklyn.
5: Um, I'm Matthew and it seems like we all have pretty much the same thing we're taking back in that, uh, God is in control of everything and that this this idea for me of letting go and letting God take control of what's of what's going on um, it, you know uh, the holy the, this idea that the Holy Spirit goes before us always and that somebody is going to either listen to what you have to say or reject you and a door is going to be opened or it's not but you'll never know or experience that if you don't go and do those things and so like for me coming up here was a huge step of faith because one I never thought I would ever like New York ever um I found out about the internship a week before the deadline and was like well I'm just going to apply and if I get accepted cool and I got accepted it's like okay well I'm gonna try and raise support and if I can raise all the support then I'll go and all the support came through and I was just like well I guess I'm going to New York and (laughs) ended up falling in love with the place and i'm like upper west side aside um it's just been incredible to see what just going without any expectation um or understanding what you're doing um and just and just being there can do and so practically um like i feel called to ministry and i don't know what that looks like I, i think it means being a worship pastor but that's years down the line. I don't know what it looks like now, but I know that going back home, I have a campus ministry that I'm involved in. And so it's like, don't worry about the church you might be working at years from now. Worry about the ministry that you are now and just be there for the ministry. And being in the Upper West Side has been amazing for that because our campus culture is so similar to the culture there where it's like people don't people don't want to be pitched anything. They don't. They're not looking for somebody to come in and change their life. They're looking for relationships and to not be alone and to just be there and be with people and engage people relationally um, has been meaningful in the way that I want to pursue ministry going back.
6: You know, guys, that's huge, especially that you all kind of are ringing the same bell because what God calls us to is him. He's called us to himself. And so many times we try to manipulate situations and circumstances and get results. And we've really been kind of teaching and, and helping them this summer and watching God do it. Press into Jesus. Press into him, love him, and trust him, and then live before people. Build relationships and watch him do everything. It's, my family is learning that. My daughter, my son at school, people are coming up to us all the time saying, so tell me more about what you guys are here for and all those things. You know, God will do it. Just, but it, if it's not real, if you're not walking with him, then it is a pitch. Like, hey, join this thing. I, I've joined no, they've got to see Christ in us, and that makes all the difference in the world. So these guys have been huge, and they're being modest. I mean, they're, they've built some serious relationships over there. And, you know, several times, like, I've got to go to dinner. I'm having dinner with so-and-so, an unchurched person, and several of them have built real friendships with them. Uh, Even Catherine told me one. I didn't take offense to it, but she told me, yeah, this Lee, I'm going to see her again, and we're going to a show or something. They're doing all kinds of stuff together. I was like, well, you got to connect me with her. And she's like, um... I don't wanna I don't want her to feel like I'm just like, okay, now here's your pastor. This guy's gonna be your pastor or whatever. So she's like, I'll introduce you later. <laughs> so I'm like, All right, that's okay. At least you're being thoughtful about it. So but anyway, you guys show your appreciation for them because thank you guys so much.
0: Well I hope you guys are encouraged to hear what they've been doing this summer I know I am and uh, one of the things that I've thought through because the last two summers I've lived up here and worked as an intern kind of how they've been doing this year and at the end of the two months July 31st I've gone home but I'm realizing like this morning I'm realizing that Tuesday's coming July 31st and I'm not going home I moved here so uh, this is home but anyway so it's (laughs) It's been interesting to hear and to learn alongside them this summer that. This is really not just something that I do when I come to New York. Like, this is life. This continues. And I want to challenge and encourage you guys, too, that it's not – you don't have to wait until God calls you to go to another context for two months or for a week. But what it is is being missional where you are um, whenever you are there. And so um, be looking for opportunities. I think that um, to echo what a lot of them said – when we surrender to what the Lord is doing, that's when the Lord is going to be working. And as he's um, prompting our hearts, he's preparing the hearts of the people we will talk to. And so um, thank you guys so much for letting us share this morning. And um, thanks for being encouragement to me and as well as these interns, but talk to them before you leave today. Cause they fly home on Tuesday. So
9: awesome. thank you guys so much. I, I love the theme that came throughout all those testimonies and it's just a uh, Take a breath, surrender your agenda, and just make yourself available. I mean, that's it, isn't it? I mean, I think in our Christian life, sometimes we get so caught up in what I have to do for God. Can I just remind you God's already done everything? Like, that's not something we have to, there's not, we don't wake up behind with God. And I love that we can hear testimony after testimony this morning of just being willing to surrender our agendas. And just make ourselves authentically available to God and walk in obedience. That's what the Christian life is about. When we walk in obedience, God takes us to places. God puts us in opportunities that we get to be a part of what he is doing. Not that we've got to plow the ground for God. Take that, take that burden off of you. And instead walk in the joy and the freedom of faithfully following what God is already doing in our lives and in our world. That's one of the things I love about New York. It is so evident where God is working in the city. You don't have to look long. Like You, you sit there, and some random person comes and sits down and talks to you, and you're in this conversation. You realize God's at work, and it's very clear and evident. And so you guys have been phenomenal. Um, we as a church, I just want you to hear this. We as a church are blessed. These eight students raise their own support to pay their living expenses to be here, to come serve with us and to learn from us. And uh, that's not true at every church in the city. That's not true at many churches anywhere, that we would have eight students do that. And God's blessed us with that year in and year out. I also want to thank our congregation, those of you who have adopted them, invested in them, whether it's been taking them to a meal or just a word of encouragement. You guys have been a huge part of making their time here in New York uh, feel a little like home. And so uh, I'm going to ask you guys, if our interns come back up right quick, I want to pray for you guys. I ask you guys as a congregation to pray for them. Um, This is a changed group of students from the group I met when they first moved up. I, when I first met them, I loved them. I thought their spirit and the attitude with which they were walking into the city was phenomenal, but I've seen God do a work in this group. And so I want to pray for them. And then after that, a couple of announcements and then we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you for this group of students. Thank you for the way uh, that you have taught us this morning through the way you've worked in their lives. God, help us to follow their example of setting off our own agendas and just to walk obediently and faithfully and to make ourselves available. God, I pray that they don't get on a plane on Tuesday and leave behind and think, well, that was New York, and now I'm just going back to what what's normal. God, let this become their new normal as they walk through life as they walk through whatever ministry calling you have for them, whatever futures you have for them. Thank you for the gift that they've been to myself and our team and to this congregation in this city over the last two months. Continue to give them guidance, direction, and blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.